Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What, what the, the F is Ladylike. Life is a balancing act. From the food that you eat, family, choices, health, money. Those that assume that they know your life, that would be judgment. One of the many human boundaries is taking control of your life. Such as allowing toxic peeps, choosing your health, the food that you eat. What if your human boundaries were stripped away from you? People always get everything wrong. (laughs) When somebody gets something right, I'm always delighted, you know. I thought fame was was going to be a horrible experience, which until you get used to it, it is. You know, you just have to deal with an incredible amount of stupidity because this place is mentally ill with celebrity. At 16, you know, you, this will give you an idea. I'm not a kid that played air guitar in the bedroom and go, oh, I'm going to be rich and famous and all of that. I felt sorry for stars. You know, Sandra D was all over the, the, the local magazines with her mascara running down. The paparazzi were on them. She was breaking up with her husband. It was misery, I thought. Oh, the poor woman. And so I wrote this poem called The Fishbowl about Hollywood. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, guys. Before we start, we have to give a little shout out to Finland. Ooh, welcome, Finland. Hey, Finland. I heard it's going to be in the 75 to 79 in the next week oh nice for you we're in the freaking hundreds over here yeah we 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 pre-record our show so it's supposed to be like 108 115 some some crazy thing 115 115 and we're in oregon (laughs) (laughs) we're not used to that over here i mean maybe some parts of oregon but the parts where we are no no We get rain. We get rain where we're at. Today, we're going to be talking about what Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, Joni Mitchell, which is one of my mom's faves, the bass player of the Eagles, Mickey Rooney, Casey Kasem, Amanda Bynes, and Britney Spears all have in common. But before we do that, this is the first time recording because we we pre-record since uh, Beach Nut 
uh, got taken off the shelves and removed and they had to, they had to remove it because they could not um, they have the, le- the level of ar- arsenic. Yeah. They um, couldn't keep it down. Couldn't, couldn't keep, keep it, it under safe. the levels. Couldn't. I'm pretty proud. I'm pretty proud of all of you listeners that participated in that and yes. emailed. We did our best. I mean, we felt pretty proud that day, although that's not the end of it. Not the end of it from us. We're right. Be- we may be some little small portion of it, but I mean, we are just super glad to have brought it to awareness to our audience and to anybody who wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. UFOs, guys. Man. I did. Do they you know, just was- want to keep lying about those, man? I don't know, I know. where they came from. We have no idea. 143 pages that, that, yeah, they're trying to push under the rug and they still don't have, (laughs) they still don't have uh, any answers. Although, you know, I did see over um, the BBC, hey, shout out to you, England, um, do an article that actually kind of told the truth on what that, um, on that 143 page document was so yeah are you just a loss for words i just am because (laughs) it's like there's all those documents and you read through them and then they still don't have an answer well and it's not just the documents but there's just flat out proof there is proof and Mm -hmm. whether people want to believe it or not I mean, you can deny, 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 but I mean, it, it's out there. And then, I mean, now, I mean, my mom and I totally flipped the script. I mean, we're like, oh, it could totally not be UFOs. They could be totally telling the truth. But to say that it's not like an extraterrestrial thing out there, it, it's that's just false. I mean, there's something out there that we don't know a whole lot about, and it is not from here or from this time. Or from this time. But what I will say is they don't tell you the whole truth. Like NASA goes up there and you don't know exactly what they're doing, right? They could be going right. up there monitoring the the extraterrestrial activity because there's so many secret missions, right? Right. And, you know, there's another thing that brought to my attention about them going to, you know, digging into Mars and getting samples that people aren't made aware of too you know right i mean we we learned a couple things i mean we you mainly watched a documentary and found out that potentially maybe in the future you don't need to drain so much blood out of people i did but she was a crock of shit is what i found out she was a crock of shit oh okay yeah she was a crock of shit so i can't even talk about it i mean there's some some people like the fda i mean Here's the thing. Some people might have really good intentions of mm-hmm. trying to do something and they get so wrapped up in it, right? Right. And so when the money's rolling in, when they need to try and get certain devices, certain ideas out there in the medical field, and they're pushing and pushing and pushing this stuff, guess what? Mm-hmm. They may not have even finished whatever product and it may not ever make it to market and they're trying to push it out there like it is. That's why the FDA needs to be a little bit more on top of things. Pretty much. 
care yeah. about human people things mm -hmm. especially when it comes to your health she had really good ideas but you know she yeah so she had the intent of where you only had to do like a couple drops of blood right and then mm -hmm. you can get like a whole analysis of like what could potentially be wrong with you like a yeah, whole blood workup that you typically get when you'd go to the emergency room what the, that would be right yeah, but her invention yeah. never went through. Mm, and she lied about it. That's she unfortunate. She lied about it. Because that would be something that would be cool to, you know, have in the future. Coming from someone who's been in and out of the hospital and drained of blood. <laughs> so, I mean, that would have been a cool thing. But sex that she... I mean, that's just what, like, goes to show. Like, you can't trust everybody, guys. I mean, everybody's intentions are trying to... In your head, your intentions are good. You're trying to do what's best for you or to necessarily the people around you. That might not be the case for the night, you know, the person down the street. It's funny. You're talking about good intentions on people, right? That's our whole subject today, right? Yep. So before we really just, you know, get right into it, because then the last half of our show is going to be completely de dedicated to one person. Mm -hmm. Conservatory ships. Man. I don't even know how those get set up in place. Anyways. Well, I think that people have good intentions, you know, like if somebody is uh, elder or right, maybe... Okay, yeah. Maybe the case with, um, you know, some or, or if maybe if they're under age, that would make sense. Yeah. See, I think that would make sense if somebody was like under 18 or maybe even like 21. So Casey Kasem, you know, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in, in 2007. And so he was under, you know, a conservatorship. That would make sense to me. Yeah, because he has a disability kind of, you know what I mean? So like. Yeah, that makes sense. And he continued to work, right? I mean, Casey Kasem, come on. Casey Kasem. Uh, Mickey Rooney, it would be similar to that. And that would make sense. Right? Yeah. You know, that would be the right thing to do for somebody is what I'm thinking. If you're elder and you need to, you know, kind of, you know, help out on right. that situation. The right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Eagles bass player, um, he tragically lost his wife. That loss paired him with a diagnosis of a bipolar disorder. And so in that case, that is why that was put into place. Joni Mitchell breaks my heart, man. Joni Mitchell. She had... Grandma's... Grandma's favorite. Yeah, it's my mom's favorite. Joni Mitchell had a brain aneurysm in 2015. She was rushed to a medical facility where they deemed her unresponsive. Later on, she ended up being aware of what was going on with her. She said that she remembered everything that was happening during this uh, part of her health, but that didn't matter. They ended up um, having a conservatorship, even though she was telling everybody 
I'm following the treatment, the health treatment, I'm doing everything. Right. It didn't matter. Mm. In October of 2020, there was an interview in The Guardian where Mitchell said she was uh, consenting on all of her health health stuff. And it still didn't matter. And that's when we found out that she was completely aware of what was going on. Of course, we all know the story of the Beach Boys and Brian Wilson. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not a shocker. So when, you, when you're in that kind of conservatorship, that would make sense. He was heavily into uh, drugs. There was just no getting out of it. I mean, he would get like a, aggressively uh, harmful. And that would make sense where that would come into place. So Amanda Bynes, she was she was a Nickelodeon, right? A Nickelodeon star. Yep, she had her own show, literally called the Amanda Bynes Show, and she had a, she was starred in a ton of movies of like teeny bopper movies that I watched pretty much all of them. So once her mental health became public, now I want I want to focus on that public word because nobody has privacy right it's not fair it's not fair so once her mental health became public and the information on her drug addiction came out but what some people don't know about her is she was by she was diagnosed with bipolar At the time, her drug use made her unable to make uh, any kind of, you know, correct decisions. So her mom was granted um, the conservatory, right? It was her mom? Yes, it was. Her name was Lynn Bynes, I believe. Mm -hmm. So she was no longer to make any decisions for herself. It kind of has been like a little hush hush, right? I mean, we all knew there there was something not right. Her conservativeship is still going on through right now. Mm-hmm. Today, I want to talk about a controversial topic: my conservatorship case. I have been going to a treatment center that charges fifty two hundred a month. There's no reason why I shouldn't go to a therapist who takes my insurance for. less a month. This is why I've asked to see the judge next week regarding this conservatorship issue. Thank you guys so much for hearing me out. I'm sorry that this is what I'm dealing with, and I'm sorry to put my problems onto the internet, but this is what life has come to. So thank you guys so much for always supporting me. Love you all. Peace out. Appreciate your love and support. Love you guys. Bye. And then we have Britney Spears. That's my girl. I know a lot of you have heard a lot of things going on um, about this. A lot of people have a lot of judgment. They have a lot of love. There's a lot of people just now coming out of the woodwork saying, "Free, you know, free Britney. Leave Britney alone. This has been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And... You know, ever since that documentary came out, 
um, what was the name of that documentary that came out not that long ago that um, kind of exposed a little bit about, you know, everything? It was something that was on Hulu. It was the people around her talking about their conservatorship. It wasn't her, per se. And so it was just going in deeper of how controlling it really was for her. And to have a little background of her, she has been under the conservatorship since 2008. So how, 2008, so when when was that? I mean, what part of her career was that? She had already, like, taken off. She had already... Well, they tried to say that she wasn't mentally fit as a parent. So that's that was like the start of it, I believe. I mean, that was the story we were all being told. And that was the year 2007, 2008 was the year where you'd be seeing that was she shaved her head. She got ridiculed for every little thing she was doing as a parent. But she has these surrounding people who she doesn't know taking photos of her, taking videos of her, surrounding her, not giving her space at all. Right. You don't think someone's going to go crazy. Like, especially Britney Spears, of all people, she was the pop star. She was, she had all of the media around her at all times, anywhere she was. That's not fair. She deserves some sort of privacy. She deserves space, especially with her child in her arms. And for her, she felt, there was a time she felt so in danger that she had to have her son on her lap and just drive away. Yeah. And then she got judged and, you know, all torn up through the freaking oh. media, left and right, left Every- and right. Now, if it was me or you, well, I guess we wouldn't have paparazzi. <laughs> no, but for instance, so if it was us and we had children and we were these pop stars and you know what I mean? Like it would, we would be getting judged left and right. And you know what? Kids get bumps and bruises along the way. It's, it's okay. And she got judged for carrying her son. And then she is trying to walk to her car to set her son, her son in the car. And she gets swarmed with people. She has no room to go. Dude, I, I mean, I'm just going to out myself right now. I've been walking with my child. They trip and they fall right in front of me. And I'm like, oh, shit. But there's nothing you can do. They're kids. It's going to happen. My daughter's falling down the stairs. It's, I mean, they have so much energy. They're kids. They're all over the place, especially when she had babies. Babies are flinging all around. And I just think it's fucked up for her getting judged as a parent and all, all of that. And obviously, she wasn't doing good mentally back then because she's getting judged and ridiculed by everybody around her. And the thing that's not fair is nowadays it's publicly acceptable for all these things that, I mean, she didn't even do anything bad. That's the thing. She didn't even do anything bad. But if she was dressed a certain way, oh, she's a horse, gank, whatever. She got dressed. Are you kidding me? In the era that we live now, she was supposed to be this prim, proper princess. And then all of a sudden, the next generation comes and they're allowed to be do what smoke pot drink talk about what is that the syrup stuff like come on people not fair like what the fuck let's hear a little snippet while you get your bearings together here real quick because we're going to be playing the snippets of her um and re- remember we pre-record this so you're going to be hearing this a little bit late but we have a lot to say about this I was forced to do. 
My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to find an attorney. And by contract, my own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. He handed me a sheet of paper as I got off the stage in Vegas and said I had to sign it. It was very threatening and scary. And with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and I did the tour. When I came off that tour, a new show in Las Vegas was supposed to take place. I started rehearsing early, but it was hard because I'd been doing Vegas for four years and I needed a break in between. But no, I was told this is the timeline and this is how it's going to go. I rehearsed four to four days a week. Um, half of the time in the studio and half of the other time in a Westlake studio. I was basically directing most of the show with my whereabouts, where I preferred to rehearse and actually do most of the choreography, meaning I taught my dancers my new choreography myself. I take. Now, before we go any further, she was doing all of this and working. Right? She was making money. She was making money. She was doing her job. Yeah. Doing what she was supposed to. Doing what she was supposed to. And not, let's not smoking pot, not drinking. And we're gonna we're gonna play a snippet of all of that. But during that time, up until right before you know, her timeline, you have her timeline. But why don't you go up to the timeline up until the Vegas thing, Joel? During the twelve years of Britney's conservatorship, she has repeatedly toured the world, released multiple albums, and worked on a variety of television shows. Her conservators decided whether or not she works as she cannot enter into contracts for herself because she is legally not her own person. How the fuck does that make sense? How can you legally not be your own person? So here's the thing. I've gone to therapy. Jill's going to therapy. One thing that they tell you is you have a right as a human being. You have that right as a human being to create your own boundaries because you are human. You don't have to allow this to happen. You know, you should be in control. Well, that's just fucked up. She's not a person. Yeah, no, I mean, during, I mean, again, during that, this whole time, she has not been able to leave her house on her own. She's always watched. She cannot spend any of her money the way she wants to spend it. It's whatever they approve. It's just it's just not fair. And then to to lead it up to the whole Vegas thing is the conservatorship had regular check-ins, just like how she, you're going to hear. She always constantly had to check in with the therapist or whoever her father and her, that team, his team, approved. It was never anybody that she can personally find or someone else can personally find. It was always approved by her father. Then she had to roll out more albums until leading up to the Vegas residency. She stressed so much that she did not want to do this. It was going to be too much work for her. She, it, she can feel the strain on her. She needed a break. Mm-hmm. They did not. They they pretended to hear her out into her face. They pretended, saying, "Okay, we'll listen to you. That's fine." Then later, then down like a day or two comes, and then she gets pulled into her therapy, and supposedly everybody's saying that she wasn't being cooperative. She wasn't listening. She wasn't showing up to dance rehearsals. She wasn't whatever, which is false. She was showing up, and every she has people watching her making sure she's showing up so how the fuck does that make sense 
Yeah, and you'll even hear from her own mouth here today um, the kind of crap she's had to deal with, even down to people having to watch her as she's naked. Yeah, she can't even dress by herself. Whatever food she wants to eat, is it's up to... that. That's literally what you were talking about in the beginning of her show. To have that control... So she had to, she had to put up and do with the Vegas residency, which unfortunately you come to find out with her, her court that she just did, her court hearing that she just did. She was sick. She was sick with 102, 103 fever. They still made her go onto that stage and perform. And she was, you can hear the performance that she did during that time. You can hear her when you see, listen back to her live shows. She's like, she's like, it's really hot up here. She's like, I'm sweating. And like all her dance, like the dancers were fine. It was just her. And she was about to pass out and she had to just walk off the stage. To follow up with that in 2019, her lovely father that we all love so much right now. That's sarcasm. That's straight sarcasm. Filed a notice of intent to extend Britney's conservatorship outside of California to three other states, Louisiana, her home. That's pretty sure that's her home state. Hawaii, which is where she loves to vacation. Where she's at right now. Yes. And Florida. I, I, how do you get all that approved in all of those states? Like, how do you go through the judges and the judges like, yep, control this person. You get to run them. They're fucking in their 30s, almost 40. What the fuck? And she's working. She's making money. Even without doing these shows, she's still making money. She's come out with perfumes. She's come out with other things. It doesn't make any sense. You know, didn't he say or didn't, didn't they say all she had to do to get out of the conservatorship was to start the process that she's doing right now, right? She, she's done everything they've asked and more. Right. She's basically been abused of everything. And speaking of abuse, her father in that same year of 2019 had to step down as Britney's primary conservator because he was accused of physically abusing Britney's 14-year-old son, Sean. <gasps> Fuck. Mm-hmm. And so now... No way. Yeah, and then so her longtime care ma- manager is Jody Montgomery, and she temporarily took on his duties. But, hmm, this is still the person that's saying Britney Spears is not fit, and he's controlling her whole entire life, but yet... Come to find out he's abusive doesn't shock me. It's fucked up. Everything I do very seriously. There's tons of video with me at rehearsals. I wasn't good. I was great. I led a room of 16 new dancers in rehearsals. It's funny to hear my manager's side of the story. They all said I wasn't participating in rehearsals and I never agreed to take my medication, which my medication is only taken in the mornings, never at rehearsal. They don't even see me. So why are they even claiming that? When I said no to one dance move into rehearsals, um, it was as if I planted a huge bomb um, somewhere. And I I said, no, I don't want to do it this way. After that, my management and my dancers and my assistant of the new people that were supposed to do the new show all went into a room, shut the door, and didn't come out for at least 45 minutes. Ma'am, I'm not here to be anyone's slave. 
I can say no to a dance move. I was told by my, at the time, therapist, Dr. Benson, who died, that my manager called him in that moment and told him I wasn't cooperating or following the guidelines in rehearsals. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years give me my same medication, and I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. There was a week period where they, they were nice to me, and they said, I don't want to do, and I told them I don't want to do the, um, they, wait, no. They were, they were nice to me. They said, if I don't want to do the new Vegas show, I don't have to because I was getting really nervous. I said, I can wait. It was like they told me I could wait. It was like lifting literally 200 pounds off of me when they said I don't have to do in the show anymore. But she had to do the show. Yep. I mean, her manager came out saying <clears throat> in 2019, and this is the same timeline, the conservatorship is not a jail. It helps Brittany make business decisions and manage her life in ways she can't do on her own right now. So she has not been able to make business decisions for 12, 13 years. But hmm, come to find out her lawyer, Brittany's lawyer, says that she has been very involved in an and energetic in all of the business decisions. So that is false. The, this conservative ship. She wasn't even able to get an attorney to help her to help her get this far. She was trying to get the attorney and do all of that. I have to say that because she wasn't allowed to do that. Right, Joel? Yep. Her family and people were trying to paint this picture of her, of this, that, and all these other things. But then it's coming out. And the reality is hitting everybody that that's not true. And well, on the fact she is having to muffle all this and then she, her family is getting interviewed and they're flat out lying. They're like, oh, Brittany's so strong. She's getting through this. Da, 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 da. Fuck off. No, she's not. You fucking liars. Just like she said in her thing, y'all should be sued. Y'all fucked her up so bad. And yet, you're precious. Which is, is fucking weird. This is the weirdest thing. You want to know something that's fucking weird? So you got Jamie Spears, which is the dad. And then you are Jamie Lynn Spears, which is the younger daughter. Who married someone named Jamie. What? <laughs> it's like they're like in a fucking... <sighs> controlling cult thing it's fucked up man are you checking out our boy jesse spomberg if not i highly recommend it go check him out urban survivor man.com If you guys are interested in any sound editing or anything to do with music, check out our sound engineer, Brendan Gen, also known as Comeback Karma. You can find him on Instagram and he you can message him that way and he would definitely respond. He's really great, guys.
don't forget to go check out Dying on the Inside with Josh Larson. You guys are at any local pubs and bars, be sure to be at a lookout for Josh. He's going to be doing a bunch of open mics. Guys, I would like to remind you, if you like what you're listening to, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and please leave a review. Thank you. if you stay on it longer than five months but he put me on that and I felt drunk I really couldn't even take up for myself I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything I told them I was scared and my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication come to my home stay with me to monitor me on this new medication which I never wanted to be on to begin with and that medication is called what lithium okay back to you Brittany there were six different nurse, nurses in my homes and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad only acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away when my kids went to, home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Over the two-week holiday, a lady came into my home for four hours a day, sat me down, and did a psych test on me. It took forever. But I was I was told I had to then, after that I got off, oh, um, wait, I was told I had to then, after I got a phone call from my dad saying, after I did the psych test with this lady, basically saying I had failed the test or whatever, uh, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Brittany, you have to listen to your doctors. They are planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month for this. I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me, as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100,000%, he loved it. I packed my bags and went to that place. I worked seven days a week. And that was the rehab facility that she was having to go to before that Vegas residency. They, she was forced to go to. And she did. She went to it. She passed it. She did everything that they asked there. Squeaky gleam came out fine. So that that drug that they put her on, that was pretty freaking heavy duty, man. Yeah, lithium. I mean, I've heard some some stories with lithium. And man, you're that's not a good drug to be on. And especially to just force someone to be on that and they don't want to and to switch up their medication on them that you're having them be on mental medication. I've been told from my doctors, you do not switch your medication just like that. Like it's not good for a person. It can't be healthy for people. I mean, you you and I are big advocates for that, you know. No, because Uh, especially especially if you last listen to our last episode. I mean, come on, Brittany, go listen to our last episode, man. You you need to be careful. You have to be careful on these medications. Well, because these medications, whether people, I mean, this is why I, I don't believe in a lot of medications because they chemically change your brain. And if there there's this one medication that's been chemically changing your brain for, she said, I think it was five plus years. And then all of a sudden, you're just going to take her off of that and you think her brain is just going to go back to what? That's fucking wrong. No, her, you're going from one chemical change to another chemical change 
you're frying her brain. Yeah. That's not cool. And she has the mental capacity to do what she needs to do in life. She's she's more fucking mentally. I mean, sorry, she's going through some shit, but she's more mentally stable than me right now. Like she's working, she's doing it. Like I can't, I can't even do that right now. Yeah. But she's being forced actually. So that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh... Well, and then, then along with the interviews with the family, what they also say is like, oh, it's really benefiting her and benefiting the family. I'm like, you're benefiting your pockets because she's making all the money and you guys are pocketing all of that. And she gets two, I think she gets like $2,000 a month. Britney Spears, Britney motherfucking Spears gets 2000 a month. Happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am. My dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more embarrassing me if the judge publicly makes go the, the evidence we have. You have to go. I was advised for my image. I need to go ahead and just go and get it over with. They said that to me. I don't, I don't even drink alcohol. I, sh- I should drink alcohol considering what they put my heart through fuck yeah you should dude. i mean i mean you shouldn't but you I mean you have every right to i mean everybody who thought that she was you know all of this this big drug addict and i mean what does everybody think now it's fucked up because the generation or the time that we're in it's like drugs and every, it's so glamour, glamorized. Right. Just like she said in that, what she was saying. Like, how is that fair that she's being judged? She didn't even do half of anything of what these other stars have done. But she gets ridiculed for all this shit. And then years later, not even, it's just like a couple of years later. Then you have people like Miley Cyrus, which no judgment, she's doing her, which is fine if everybody's able to be who they are that's fine but i mean she got a little judgment but are you kidding me everybody welcomed miley cyrus back when she was peaches and cream again and doing normal music or whatever you guys may think that's that's fucked up like you i mean miley cyrus is just one example Mm -hmm. you have all these other people you have and that was when britney and iggy did that one song together And they were in the Jeep dancing and all this stuff. And the whole music shots, wherever they were doing it, Britney Spears' team that her dad hired had to go look through everything, had to go through Iggy Azalea's house, had to go through everything. (sighs) 
and it and Iggy said she had a bad feeling and everything was super weird and nobody ever since anybody has collabed with Britney they don't want to work with her again because of how fucking weird it was and it's not Britney's fault it's because of that team that she had in the background but the thing is is to be a coward and not say anything and <clears throat> I love pink I, and I will never she came out saying she wishes she would have said something at least she came out saying and this was like a month ago she's like I knew something was wrong. I should have, she said, I should have spoke out. I mean, more people needed to speak out. Fucking Justin Timberlake. It's just like if you see abuse, if you see abuse and and somebody's in a situation like uh, conservatorship and they're being treated like that, don't you think that somebody should, shouldn't something change? Shouldn't change happen? Change should happen if somebody's being responsible. I mean, come on. If Britney Spears can make all this fucking money for all these people, right? I mean... They're getting more money than she is. If she can be out there making all this money, wake the fuck up, people. If you're... If you're Whatever the reason, the mental, the mental, whatever it is that they that they put her on the conservative ship in the first place, I feel like she had proven herself over and over and over again to not have to do that. I mean, this is just, I mean, this could be a little sexist right here, but then you, you have someone, I love him as an actor and I love the work he's done, but he, Robert Downey Jr., Yep. He struggled so fucking bad. And my dad can tell you that he struggled really bad. And he had a hard time throughout his younger years. And my dad, he's like, he's lucky he's alive. Yep, he is. He he is a big, he's a big mm-hmm. user. And so what the fuck? Why hasn't anybody put him into, into a conservatorship? Mm-hmm. Those people, when I, it's like, I know people in my head that I can think of that I'm like, they deserve to be in a conservatorship over Britney. But I, again, I don't think anybody should have a conservatorship because people make mistakes. People grow. People need to make change. And also, going back to not saying anything, you're also, people are told to stay in your lane. Change is not going to happen if you stay in your lane, if you don't make a difference and come out and say something. And that's what our show is about. And it's proven on the heavy metals that we talked about with Lisa Ayers on our show. Love you, Lisa. Miss you. You need to come back on our show. <laughs> Um, it is proven that we have a voice. Every and, voice needs to be heard. And every voice needs to be heard. We stand up for something that we believe in. You know, it's only going to be us as human beings to make that change. I know I've said this before, probably in our show, and I know I've told you this multiple times. <clears throat> Guys, there is more of us than there are of these powerful people. Like, come on, wake up. We got to we got to be good people, good human people. We got to be nice, decent, kind, respectful, understanding. Yeah. I mean, we do have to. We have to. I mean, <sighs> I mean, I honestly, mom, don't you think it's crazy? And I don't even like talking about it. But don't you think it's crazy that she hasn't like committed suicide? 
She's yes. been pushed to that fucking point. But she had people watching her. That's true. She right. had people watching her 24 fucking seven. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, poor thing. Poor fucking thing. Well, let's hear a little bit more about Brittany on her plea to the judge. For my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car. Um, and I want to meet with a therapist once a week, not twice a week. And I want him to come to my home because I actually know I do need a little therapy. Um, I was told, um, um, hold on. I think that's, oh, and I would like to progressively move forward and I want to have the real deal. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. Um, I, won't, I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a two to three year break and just, you know, do what I want to do. Um, but I do feel like um, there is a crunch here and I feel like um, I feel open and I'm okay to talk to you today about it. But I, I wish I could stay with you on the phone forever because when I get off the phone with you, all of a sudden, all of I hear, I hear all these no's. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden I get, I feel ganged up on and I feel bullied and I feel left out and alone. And I'm tired of feeling alone. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does by having a child, a family, any of those things and more so. Um, and that's all I wanted to say to you. And thank you so much for letting me speak to you today. It breaks my heart, man, that we've, we've allowed as human beings for this to just go on like there has to be some sort of check kind of like a welfare check or something i don't know if you've seen like i just don't understand see and that's the thing is Brittany throughout the years have kind of put out like signs and saying like like reaching out to her fans because her fans know her they know something's not right I've known it. When all these people kept saying she's this, that, or the other thing, making fun of her, I was like, I was telling everybody, shut up. Because you know what? I remember the girl or the woman that was in 2000, like I was just showing you, that I was obsessed with her. She was smiling. She was happy. She deserves to be happy. So why is what the F is lady like talking about this? Why? Why? Because this is fucked up. Because this is fucked up. We talk about things that are happening, basically kind of like shouldn't be happening or bringing awareness of things that aren't okay. Or I mean, we do talk about good stuff, guys. We do. But I mean, the world we live in is not pretty. I'm interested in this conservatorship. I mean, I'm also curious if there's maybe celebrities or people that we don't know that is maybe in a conservatorship. 
I mean, I don't know if he's quite in a conservatorship. You know, what's his Nick Carter that was in Backstreet Boys and then his brother mm-hmm. Aaron Carter. Things are going like with their family, the Carter family. I'm interested in that too because I guess he's estranged right now. The the brother. Aaron I don't think Carter. it's going to be made aware to us unless they do something publicly like uh well, he was in some shows that he was saying that how his family was in growing up and also one of their sisters committed suicide. So I'm like, I really want to know what this family is about. I just kind of, I mean, I heard about it a little while ago, but mm-hmm. I heard more about it because he got interviewed by somebody. And so I'm just like a little curious because also Nick Carter is making music again. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you guys hiding? I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. You're going to find out? I'm going to find out for you guys. As we end our show today, I know some of you may or may not like Britney Spears. You may judge her. Judgment is not one of our things that we like to promote. Nope. We have a saying called the no judge zone. No judge zone. Pretty much that's our house. We don't judge here. We don't judge. It's a ju- no judge zone. The only time we judge you is if you do something fucked up and wrong. And that that that's what we're doing here. I mean, I mean, Jamie Spears, man, and your fucking team behind you. We judging you hard right now. <laughs> I would like everybody to like close their eyes. Try to think about if this was you. Mm-hmm. If this was you and you did everything right, everything you were told, being isolated so much to the fact that you are traumatized, try to try to sit in somebody else's shoes. I mean, for instance, everybody's saying with COVID, they got more depressed because they had to stay at home, right? How do you think she feels, guys? Mm-hmm. How many years? And so if everybody had a little taste of that, you know, and, you know, the place that she, they told her to go for her therapy um, was right there where the paparazzi could see her cry. Just like Justin Bieber, when you want to go home at night, that's that's your place to relax, right? Yeah. If you're going to go to have treatment and then the paparazzi are right in your face and she's coming out crying. Imagine that, guys. She's so vulnerable at that moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's going there and talking about some shit. Mm -hmm. Dude. There's times and places for this fucking media shit. You know what I mean? Like, they, they know what they signed up for to be celebrities, right? But there's a time and place. They deserve personal boundaries for personal things. If they're doing something personal... And you know mm-hmm. that and you're filming them and being in front of their face and antagonizing them. It makes you a bad person. It's different. If they're wanting, if they're at a red carpet, if they, if you, if they're at a restaurant in a well, because this is the thing that I've heard about Hollywood and all these places is there are spots that you go to if you want to be photographed or filmed. People will go there. She's going to fucking therapy privately. And you guys mm-hmm. had to pride and know it. The thing is, is I'm pretty sure her team that was behind her dad probably told somebody in the paparazzi and did that to her. 
mm-hmm. just to outsert and see it and be like, oh, see, look, she's not mentally stable. She's crying. Yeah. I wish they would see me on a daily basis. Fuck. <laughs> so remember, remember that you can't judge somebody until you walk in their shoes and walk in their path. I want everybody to remember that. I want everybody to remember that. You're not walking in my shoes, Jewel's shoes, Britney Spears' shoes, Amanda Bynes, the neighbor next door, your dog. You don't know. Well, yeah, you don't know. You don't know what the thoughts, you don't know what's going through someone's head. You don't, you don't know. And... I'm going to be looking more into this. I want to know exactly just what the fuck and how you can change something like that if somebody's been, you know, doing everything that you can. So until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Peace. Ladylike is produced by us. Our sound engineer is Brendan Ginn. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.